Well, good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Wednesday, January 19th. I'm Steve Baker. A record 702 new COVID-19 cases over the weekend. First, regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, sunny, high near 59. Tonight, low 41. Tomorrow, 62 and sunny. Sacramento today, patchy fog before 11 a.m., otherwise partly sunny, becoming sunny, and a high of 59. Tonight, patchy fog after 10 p.m., low of 40. Tomorrow, 69 and mostly sunny. Truckee, today, areas of freezing fog before 10 a.m., sunny, and a high of 46. Tonight, low 20. Thursday, 47 and sunny. Placerville today, sunny and 58. Angels Camp today, mainly sunny, high near 60. Nevada County Public Health reports 702 new confirmed COVID-19 cases over a four-day holiday weekend ending yesterday. Out of 12,050 cases since the start of the pandemic, 1,384 are now active. 20 people are hospitalized, one in intensive care, says Hubinet. Well, Nevada County is seeking a new assistant CEO, says the Union newspaper of Grass Valley. That's because Molly Legault, who has held the position for the past three years and worked for the county for over nine years, has left to become city manager of Scotts Valley in Santa Cruz County. Molly tells the union that a lot of issues facing Scotts Valley are similar to Nevada County, saying that having wildlife experience here will enable her to handle disaster emergencies in Scotts Valley. Nevada County CEO Allison Lehman has nothing but praise for the outgoing Lego and her service to the county, saying, quote, I'm excited for Molly to be closer to family in the Bay Area after she got married. I know Molly will excel in her new role, end quote. County Projects Administrator Caleb Dardick is now serving as interim assistant CEO while recruitment goes on. Officials say the county anticipates a new assistant CEO to start within four weeks of their selection. And two applicants for retail storefront cannabis dispensaries in Grass Valley are appealing the decision to award the single dispensary license to provisions. Both NUG Inc. and Sierra Flower have filed appeals, and retired Nevada County Superior Court Judge Albert Dover will hear them and recommend a decision to the City Council. The Council can adopt Dover's recommendation, amend it, or send the appeals back to Dover for more work, according to the City Attorney. This week, Nevada County welcomes back some treasured travelers with an opening event this Thursday. KVMR's Joyce Miller has the story. The Tibetan monks from Gadansharse Monastery in India will visit Nevada County later this month. Sponsored by the Sierra Friends of Tibet, the Tibetan Buddhist monks will be in residence at the Banner Community Guild in Grass Valley from January 20th to January 29th. An opening ceremony will take place at 7 p.m. January 20th. The monks will be in residence at the Guild Hall, creating a sand mandala and providing teachings. The monks have visited annually since 2001. Their 20-year anniversary visit to Nevada County was cut short by the pandemic. Thanks, Joyce. This from the San Francisco Sunday Chronicle. Relax, pork obsessives. The so-called bacon apocalypse is still several months away. Despite proclamations of the Great California Bacon Crisis and national headlines stating that bacon may disappear this year due to a new state law, bacon and other pork products are still widely available in the Bay Area. 
Proposition 12 went into effect January 1st, increasing the minimum square footage for the confinement areas for breeding pigs, egg-laying chickens, and veal calves that are sold in California. The egg and veal industries have responded to Prop 12, passed in 2018 with 63% of the vote without any issues. But the pork industry has warned of a bacon apocalypse this year, arguing that it'll cost millions to retrofit barns and that the law will result in pork shortages in California. The stakes are high given that California consumes about 14% of the country's pork, yet only 4% of existing sow housing nationwide meets Prop 12's standards, according to a 2021 report by the financial services company Rabobank. And this from Rolling Stone magazine. For a few high-profile acts about to hit the road during this unpredictable Omicron touring season, The must-have accessories aren't just N95 masks and hand sanitizer. They also include a couple of German Shepherds, maybe a few Belgian Malinois, or a Labrador Retriever. To ensure that COVID doesn't prematurely shut down their tours, Eric, Church, and Tool, and Metallica and the Black Keys before them have recruited dogs specially trained to sniff for traces of the virus in members of their crew, entourage, or anyone else who gets backstage. So far, knock on wood, the dogs have been knocking it out of the park, says John Peets of Q-Prime, the management company that represents Church and Metallica. We haven't had a dog miss anybody. The dogs were used on Church's fall U.S. tour and were hired by Metallica for fall shows in Fort Lauderdale and Atlanta and also at their 40th anniversary gigs in San Francisco last month. Church is kicking off the 2022 leg of his Gather Again tour in Lincoln, Nebraska, where he will be joined by four German Shepherds, Alex, Huggy, Lord, and Timmy. Tool will use a different team of dogs when the band begins their run this week in Eugene, Oregon. Several country acts, including Ashley McBride and Brothers Osborne, also repped by Q Prime, have plans to recruit the canines for their upcoming tours. And birthdays today include journalist Robert McNeil, formerly of PBS's McNeil Lehrer Report. McNeil turns 91 today. A Hard Day's Night director Richard Lester is 90. Actress Shelley Fabares, the daughter on the Donna Reed Show, is 78. Dolly Parton turns 76. And rapper Taylor Bennett is 26. Now stay tuned for the Wednesday Morning Show as host Lynn Heinz magically brings you some more fine music this morning. <laughs> 